0: I'm back. Did you miss me? Yes, I know it's been a while, but I'm going to catch you up in today's episode. I haven't exactly been twiddling my thumbs for the past 20 months or so, but I'm excited to be back, so let's cue up the intro. I spent most of my life working hard to build someone else's dreams, only to end up with no job, no severance pay, and only one week's notice. I vowed to find a way to build the dreams I had put on the back burner. Then I allowed myself to be derailed by COVID and some pretty major personal stuff. But I'm back and ready to give this another go. I'm going to share what I'm doing, who I'm following, what's working, and what isn't, and hopefully inspire you to chase your dreams. My name is Sheree Miller. Welcome to the Making Connections podcast. So I'm going to give you a little bit of history in today's show. I was born and raised in California, so you might be wondering what in the world I'm doing in Arkansas. Well, in 2004, I moved from California to Arkansas to manage a veterinary specialty practice um, for a surgeon and worked there faithfully for 13 years until July 2017 at which point my boss retired, giving me one week's notice to um come up with something else to do. So I went on unemployment and I had to think, you know, do I follow my heart and my dreams or do I just take another job? I was just about to take that leap and follow my dreams. I'm telling you, I went down to the local chamber and got a Catalog of all of the local businesses because what I do, what I love to do, is manage social media. And my thought was let me see who in town needs what I can do and approach them to see if I can get some clients that way. And then in August, I kind of chickened out, honestly. Six weeks after I went on unemployment, and I ended up taking two part time jobs. Then my sister, who lives with me, had an episode. She suffers from dementia. Our mother suffered from dementia as well, but she took a walk one day and got lost. I ended up like eight miles away from our home, and the local sheriff brought her back. So at that point, I realized okay. I cannot be working two jobs and leaving my sister home alone. So I left my part-time job at Lowe's and continued working for the Tabitha Davis team, a local real estate company. And then in January 2018, my older sister and her two nephews moved in with me. And in August 2018, they moved out. Uh, December 2018, the nephews moved back in. And then in March 2020, well, you all know what happened in March of 2020, right? Rather than put my sister um, at risk for COVID, I stayed home and continued working for uh, the real estate company from home. And then in the fall of 2020, I finally ventured back to the office and took my sister back to Pottery Works, which is a local place where She hangs out during the day. And then in October on the 27th, one of my nephews, Michael, was killed in a motorcycle accident about two miles from my house. And before I could really recover from that, my sister Tina had a grand mal seizure on December 1st. We were actually driving down the interstate, I-40, headed to Little Rock so that she could get a COVID test pre a procedure, and she had a grand mal right next to me in the car. I turned around and headed back to our little hometown and to our local emergency room, and she fractured two hips from the force of that seizure. Pretty dramatic and traumatic, especially since the doctor on call at the emergency room didn't believe me and thought that I had done something to break my sister's hips. So he turned me into Adult Protective Services, and they obviously found that the the claims were unfounded and dropped the case against me. My sister was released from the hospital on December 28th, and on December thirty. I retired to become her full-time caregiver at home. December 31 of 2020, I applied to be a paid caregiver through uh, Medicaid and a local uh, company here in Arkansas. March 2021, Tina was re-hospitalized with pancreatitis. We spent a couple weeks at the hospital with me at her side August she was rehospitalized with delirium and y'all I, I just I didn't know this I had no clue that you could suffer such extreme issues from a urinary tract infection I mean this is no joke this stuff is really bad uh she she was well she was delirious she was released from the hospital and october 1st of last year i was finally approved for payment now this is not enough to really make ends meet being a paid caregiver but it helps so so not complaining very grateful very thankful on october 11 i actually started a second podcast I know, kind of silly since I haven't been recording anything on my first podcast, but I started a second podcast called Meditating the Word, and literally all it is is personalization of scripture. So if you're a Christian and you're interested in something like that, please check out my other podcast, Meditating the Word. That is a daily podcast. Most episodes are five minutes or less, and it's really just personalizing God's Word with music in the background. So check it out. This podcast is not daily. Uh, My goal is to record a weekly podcast, and it's going to be pretty unscripted. Just me kind of going off the cuff like I am today. So January 2022, here we are. And, you know, maybe you don't really care about all of that that I've just shared, and and that's okay. But I just felt that I owed you an explanation for my absence. I value the time that you give me by listening to this show, and I don't want to take you for granted or to take that lightly. But, you know, it's a new year. It's full of promise. And let me tell you where most people are going to blow it. And it's certainly where I've blown it time and time again. The fact is, all that really changed at 11.59 p.m. December 31st to 12 a.m. January 1st was the date on the calendar. That's it. We look at it like it's some magical thing. But think back over all the new years, new beginnings, new yous that you have had over your lifetime. Did anything really change? Probably not. Or if anything did, it probably wasn't much. Now, don't get me wrong. I love a clean slate and a fresh start as much as anyone. But in order for anything to change, I have to change. You have to change. And the problem with putting all of your hopes on the new year is change is gradual. It doesn't happen when the clock strikes midnight or you open up your new planner. We're all looking for an instant fix, and there isn't one. And I'm not trying to be pessimistic, but if you've been eating junk food and sitting on the couch watching Netflix for the past five years, all of the affirmations visualizations, law of attraction methods, goal setting, hoping, praying, and clean slating won't suddenly make you fit and healthy on January 1st. Right? So here's what I want you to promise me. Don't give up on those dreams and the goals that you have. They can still happen, but you can't zap them in the microwave and have them instantly. So let's take this one baby step at a time. Are you with me? I hope you are, because I believe that 2022 is going to be the year you make things happen. Well, that's it for today. Thanks for listening. You'll find the show notes and resources over on makingconnectionspodcast.com. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I enjoyed making it for you. Please take a sec and leave me a five-star review. And hey, don't keep this a secret. Tell a friend. I'll see you soon. Until then, have a blessed day.